Welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week, we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. What's well, good to have you here for week number eight of Flyers Weekly, and hopefully everybody had a uh, great Thanksgiving. It was uh, good for me, and uh, well, besides the Flyers losing two out of three, it was uh, it was a good week. So we kind of have a shortened, abbreviated podcast this week, and uh, not really a whole lot to really talk about. Other than the Flyers go um, and they lose two out of three games this past week, uh, defensively, things look horrible. Things just look horrible, and just when you think uh, that the penalty kill, the PK, starts getting better, uh, and the power play has been good, just defensively, even strength, defensive plays, moves have just gone way downhill. Uh, it just just a, a lack in um, confidence, a lack in playmaking, just a lack in defense for the Philadelphia Flyers, and they're turning the puck over a lot, and they're turning puck the puck over at the wrong part of the ice. They're giving the teams a very easy opportunity uh, to, to, to score goals or giving them better chances. So we'll try to touch on that a little bit here this week. Flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address, and philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. So make sure you check those out this week. Always some uh, good information up there that we, that we put up there for you. Well, starting off this week with Hitchcock's Corner, and uh, first of all, we'll talk about Peter, Peter Forsberg for a minute. Uh, Peter, of course, a growing strain in uh, Boston on Friday. Not really quite sure when he's going back. He is day-to-day. Here's what Hitch had to say on Peter Forsberg on Monday, 28th here. Hitch says he has to be pain-free and risk-free in order to skate and work out. That's when we'll put him in. We were just trying to get over Keith not being there. That's been a huge adjustment because he does so many things for us. Now with Peter out, we seem to be living day to day. We're just going to go out and have to survive. And there's no doubt about that. And you're going to have to look for a leader. And we'll talk about the leader qualities here in a couple minutes. But, uh, you know, Peter Forsberg being a leader of this team, obviously, look at these numbers. Forsberg has eight goals and 31 assists this year. He has something to do with 39 of the Flyers' 92 goals. Huge production from Peter Forsberg. Massive. Great production. I mean, he's doing everything that everybody wanted him to do when he came to Philly here. He's scoring goals. He's making goals happen. He's making things happen. He's making Simone Gagne shine. He's making Mike Knubel shine. He's making those guys, giving those guys the opportunities, and they are putting the puck in the net, especially Simone Gagne. Now that he's out, what's going to happen? You've got to have a playmaker. You've got to have someone to step up and make the plays. We know Simone Gagne can shoot. We know Mike Knubel has a heavy shot. He can shoot. Peter Forsberg is a, a big part of setting those guys up and, and, and helping those guys score the goals they have. But now Peter's not there. Somebody else is going to have to step up do you, and, and be the playmaker. Do you look at youth? I don't know. Do you look at Mike, guys like Michael Hanzus to step up? Do you look at guys like Simone Gagne to step up and do a little bit more? I mean, what more could you ask from Simone? There's more injuries now. Turner Stevenson is out again. So what do you do? A lot of youngsters, I mean, you could look to Jeff Carter and Mike Richards. You know, we just got to hope that somebody's able to step up and be the playmaker. 
be the playmaker, set up the, the, the plays, make the plays happen, et cetera, et cetera. You know, hopefully somebody can do that. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But I uh, want to talk, too, and kind of rewind the clock here a little bit. And um, you remember way back uh, in the beginning of the season, we were talking about the Flyers getting chances but not getting quality chances. We talked a lot about that. Uh, we talked about the players' uh, ability to get the puck in the zone, but their inability to just get in front of the net and create quality chances. Here's what Hitch had to say after last Wednesday's practice, after the Flyers lost again to the Lightning, which, by the way, that the loss to the Lightning last week looked to be a carbon copy of the loss from last from the 22nd, November 22nd, a, co- a complete carbon copy, just completely outdueled by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Flyers have got to play better against teams like that. But here's what Hitch had to say after last Wednesday's practice. This may sound familiar. It's amazing how this keeps coming up. Here's what he said on the team. We have to become a checking hockey club that can score goals. And in my opinion, at the end of the night, we usually outchance the other team, but the quality of scoring chances and the areas that we turn the puck over are way more dangerous than a lot of the teams we are playing right now. We are turning the puck over on our side of the red line far too much, and those are the ones that end up hurting you. They are too close to your net. There is a different... There's a different story if you turn the puck over 200 feet from your net. You've got lots of time to get back in position defensively. But when you turn it over 50 or 60 or 70 feet from your net, you have no chance to get back, and that's what we are doing. We are making far too many of those mistakes, and good checking teams protect the puck, make make solid, sound, simple decisions with it, and we're complicating the matter a little bit too much. You saw it happen. On Saturday's game, Jeff Carter setting up a two or three on two with the Flyers, and Carter loses the puck at the blue line. I think I'm not sure. I think it was Blake who who he lost it to. And anyway, the Islanders scored. Prime example of a mistake. And of course, Carter's young. Yes, everyone understands that. But those are the types of mistakes that are being made. The turnovers at center ice. The turnovers just beyond the blue line, and the other team gets a fast break. The other team gets an odd man rush. Those are the types of things that keep happening time and time again. The Flyers get a hold of the puck, they get it close or in their offensive zone, and it's lost right away. Or the puck is lost before it gets in the offensive zone, it's lost in the neutral zone, and the other team comes back with an odd man rush, an odd man advantage, and we know how those end up. Those are the types of things. Again, a complete carbon copy of what was said earlier this year. Quality of scoring chances, big time. The, the, the quality of scoring chances aren't there for the Flyers. The Flyers aren't setting up, aren't setting up the plays. Of course, the, the Forsberg Gagne Canuble line. Yeah, that's they, they've been very productive. And of course, Peter Forsberg with a hat trick on Friday. Awesome, great. But the other lines, the other lines aren't. They're, they're not coming through. Of course, Jeff Carter's been doing great. Sammy Kapanen is back. He got his first point on Friday. It's, it's good news. But the other lines have got to create some chances, some quality chances. You know, turning the puck over on our side of the red line, Hitch says, you know, far too. It, it's the same old story. It, 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 defensively, this team has got to get better. They've got to control the puck a little bit better. Things are not going to get easier. Calgary is coming up. Ottawa is coming up in December. Carolina again. So the schedule doesn't really get easier. The Rangers come don't 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 come back until the beginning of uh, January. 
But the schedule does not get any easier for this team. Of course, there's Minnesota, there's our, there's Columbus. There's a Columbus game and a St. Louis game in there in December. Also a Pittsburgh game. But then you have Florida, you have Atlanta. You have Carolina. Of course, Washington. But the, the schedule doesn't really get any easier. And if the team continues to play defensively like, they, they, way, they, like the way they have, it, it's going to be difficult. Here's what Hitch had to say after Saturday's loss. Kind of reiterating some things here. I thought most of the of our shots in the third period, even though we had a lot of them, were still long distance. We knew we were going into the period it was going to be right there, both teams having played Friday. We knew how close it was going to be. Again, right there, Hitch saying right off the bat that a lot of the shots were from long distance. They had a lot of shots in the third period, but from long distance, they weren't creating those those chances. He goes on to say, we needed other people to step up. We needed more and didn't get it. They got the lead. There's two teams playing back-to-back, and they were able to defend. And the Flyers really just should have played with a lot more energy on Saturday. After winning on Friday, you would think the momentum would have, would have, would have carried over. But again, it seems like later in the games, the team doesn't perform. They are lethargic, and they do not get things done that they need to get done to put the game away or to score additional goals. It doesn't happen can't protect leads some day, some nights it just looks again like they they're weak and, and and they're slow out there on the ice and and Saturday was no different late in the game the team got weak it got sluggish lethargic here's what hitch had to say on Nitamaki we wanted to reward nitty he did a great job in Boston. We had an opportunity to do this earlier in the year, and we didn't do it. So we felt we wanted to make him part of the team, too. It's not a reflection on Esh at all, and it's about him starting Nitamaki on Saturday, back-to-back starts. I don't think there's going to be a goaltender controversy. Remember we talked last week about uh, uh, Hitch saying that when some of these back-to-back consecutive games, he was going to get Nitamaki in there on back-to-back starts. So he was he was going to try to do that, and I think it's a good idea keeping Nidamaki fresh because I think Nidamaki is just a little bit more than j- just your standard backup. I really think uh, Antero Nidamaki can 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 bring a lot to this team, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be a very good goaltender. I, keep him keep him fresh, keep him working, keep him working. Back to back games, uh, I think it's a great idea, and uh, you're, I, th- I think we're going to see more of that. Hitch is going to uh, provide uh, Nidamaki with some consecutive game starts and things like that. So. Nothing wrong with that. And I don't think there's going to be any goaltender controversy in Philly. I still think Etch is, 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 is the man down there, and uh, that's the way it is for, for right now. I wanted to also touch here on an article, a really good article I found from the uh, Philadelphia Daily News. Uh, Ed Moran wrote this article uh, Monday, November 28th, today being Monday, November 28th. A very good article. You can find it online. Uh, I'll have the uh, the link on our Webpage at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. I'll have the link up there. But I wanted to... It's a really great article. And uh, the article was titled, Time for a Leader to Step Forward. And basically just a rundown of the situation that the Flyers are in right now. I'll give you some excerpts from this article. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But some of this is really good. It makes you think. Captain Keith Primo is out with a concussion, and no one can say when or if he will return. Three players serve as alternates on the ice, but there is no captain, no leadership, no feeling that they are a team with a common voice that screams, this is the way we play, try to beat us if you dare. Primo's absence is a significant problem, and not just because he is the biggest and best checking center, he's the captain. Because of the way he played and what he had to say, he commanded respect and was able to hold his teammates accountable. Simone Gagne has been offered to see and turned it down. He says it's out of respect for Primo. 
well out of respect for the situation, it is time for him to take the role and for others to take his back. If he won't take it, somebody else has to. Unless the Flyers can find an identity, they are in trouble. There are other problems. The Flyers are a team with a defense built around the new, or built before the new NHL emerged. Today's game is made for skating, puck-handling defensemen who can get their teams up ice as quick as opposing forwards can skate it in. And the most productive forwards in a single game can't all be rookies. Sammy Kapanen has returned to the lineup after recovering from, from shoulder surgery. Gagne, Mike Knubel, Michael Hanzus, Donald Brashear are still there, but Kapanen is just starting his season, and Gagne's goal production is tied to Forsberg, Hanzus, Knubel, and Brashear are role players. Good ones, but role players. The kids, well, the Flyers should be grateful they are so competitive. Mike Richards and Carter are everything that we predicted to be, and more. They compete, so does R.J. Umberger. John Sim is a veteran with a scoring touch and speed enough for the new NHL. But unless he learns to play from the red line back to the Flyers' net, he's not long for a Ken Hitchcock team. Hitchcock started the season thinking he could play a game, won little battles in the corners and along the boards. But his players don't win the big puck battles. They turn the puck over in very bad places. Yanni Pikkinen and Eric Desjardins are their best defensemen. Kim Janssen has the ability and talent for this new league, but he needs to be better. Dennis Seidenberg was coming on, but now he has a broken wrist. Chris Terrian started the season strong, but now looks out of place. Terrian Hatcher and Mike Rathje are still top NHL defensemen. Rathje is great with Pikkinen. Hatcher is great with Desjardins. Those pairings represent solid power and skill, but again, injuries are messing with that. This is the Flyers' reality of today. Just an ex- excerpt there of uh, an article you can find at Philadelphia Daily News, ed- written by Ed Moran, uh, November 28th, Monday, November 28th. And I'll get the link on our website. Great article, great article. It goes on to say much more, um, but you kind of get the point there. And that's reality. That is what is going on in Philly right now. All of those things that, uh, that, was just mentioned, that were just mentioned right there. A lot of issues coming up. And a lot of teams coming up that um, will take advantage of problems like that. Injury report for this week. Turner Stevenson uh, out with a hip flexor. He's day-to-day. He injured, re-injured himself on Saturday. I think Saturday's game against the Islanders. Of course, we know Peter Forsberg, Forsberg's injury, right growing strain. He's day-to-day. Dennis Seidenberg's still out with that broken wrist. He's going to probably be out, I believe, another at least two weeks. Brian Savage also injured in the same game, actually a sprained MCL in the right knee. He'll also probably be out another two or three weeks. Of course, Keith Primo, the uh, ongoing concussion situation, no word on his return. Coming up this week, uh, a rematch of Saturday's game. On Tuesday, the Flyers are in New York to face the Islanders. Wednesday, they're back home against the Devils. The Devils are struggling. Hopefully, the uh, Flyers will be able to uh, t- to take advantage. Of course, you know, the Islanders were struggling, too, on Saturday. And they sure didn't play like a team that was struggling. And Gar Snow did not play like a goalie who had any problems. I will tell you that. So anything could happen. Who knows? And, of course, New Jersey, kind of the arch rival. I, I think, I still think there- there's-, there's a strong rivalry there. New Jersey and Philly. Now that will take place at the Wachovia Center on, on Wednesday, so the, I think the Flyers could hopefully take advantage there. Of course, Saturday, December 3rd, Flyers travel down to Nashville to face the Predators. Nashville's PK unit is fourth best in the league. If the Flyers' penalty power play 
it, 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 this, this will probably really show the weight of the Flyers' power play, I should say. This is what's going to be the true telltale. I mean, when you get teams like Ottawa and the Rangers and, and, and teams like that, teams that are killing penalties, that are very good at killing penalties, that is why Ottawa and the Rangers are where they are in first place in their respective divisions. You've got to be able to kill the power the, the penalties. You've got to be. You, you've got to have a good PK unit if you're going to be a champion in this league. You could probably get away with a weak power play unit or things like that. But if you have, if you're struggling with with penalty killing and your PK unit is struggling, you won't be a champion in this league. You won't win. That's why. That's why teams like Ottawa and the Rangers are at the top of their divisions because they have great PK units. And Nashville, uh, well, Nashville's second in, in the Central Division over in the Western Conference, behind behind Detroit. And that's, I mean, that's that, that that's a to catch Detroit right now. It's not an easy thing to do. That's why these teams are where they're at. So we'll see how the Flyers hold up against these teams. In the meantime, we'll take we'll watch these games, and uh, hopefully uh, Peter Forsberg gets back soon, and hopefully the we can see uh, Sammy Kapanen. Maybe step up and uh, lead lead this team. Maybe Jeff, maybe it's Jeff Carter. Maybe it's Mike Richards. I, I I don't know. Somebody needs to step up. Somebody needs to step up, and I think somebody needs to wear the C in this team. Need to figure that out too. That's going to do it for this edition of Flyers Weekly. Thanks for joining us, Flyers Weekly at Gmail dot com and Philadelphia Flyers Weekly dot dot com is our homepage. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.